Are you looking for a new audio drama? Seven Land Productions' most recent release is Movie Night, a sitcom-style series about six film buff friends who get together every Friday night to hang out and watch a movie. Often, the film they watch correlates with their everyday lives. So if you're in the mood for some comedy or just love film, go to sevenlam.com or search for Movie Night wherever you listen to podcasts. We're on CastBox, Spotify, Spreaker, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Deezer, Podcast Addict, and many more. And don't forget to rate and review. There we go. I told you, prices are dirt cheap right now. We really should jump on it. I mean, I can get the time off, so why not? I don't know how I feel about being part of a tour group, but it says here we can leave the group and rejoin another one if we want to stay in Shanghai, which I'm assuming we'll want to do. Right, D? D? We need a book soon. You need to come look at this. Val. Hey, what's wrong? Uh, nothing. It doesn't look like nothing. I, uh, I think we may have to put the trip on hold, babe. Why is that? Um, I, uh, well, I'm pregnant. Pregnant? Are you sure? I took a test, just now. Another one, so yeah. Oh. You okay? Yeah, I- I am. I just... I'm in shock is all. Right. Trust me. I didn't think... Oh, I... No, I'm sorry, babe. I, I, I'm i happy. For sure. I, that's, that's great news. Really? Y- yes, it is. It's a little unexpected, but we have talked about it. No, I, I know. You're not upset about the trip? What? No, 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 no. Of course not. We'll go another time. We'll figure something out. You sure it's not a big deal? I know you've been looking forward to it. Right, but we haven't booked anything yet. So you're not upset? No, no, I, uh... I'm fine. And happy. Really. I am. Seven Land Productions presents The Stone House Episode 6 It was early morning. Gavin woke me with his breakfast routine, which forced me to get up. I wasn't hungry, and Delilah was still sleeping, so I made my way outside to take in the cool morning air. I stood by the cliff's edge where Delilah and I had our fight the day before. I rubbed my finger, tracing the mark of paleness left by the ring, feeling the emptiness. I shouldn't have thrown it. The anger consumed me, like it normally did. Nearly a year later, and the suffering continued. 
Delilah, breakfast is ready. Uh, Bell? No, he's not here. But breakfast is ready. I sat up. My arm ached. My head hurt. My mouth was dry. My hands and feet cold. The bed was hardly comfortable, but it beat sleeping outside. Hopefully Val had calmed, especially if we were to be eating breakfast together. I used the bathroom and washed my hands. There was a cracked mirror over the sink, which allowed me to fix my bedhead. I looked awful, but hell, you survived a sinking boat, Delilah. Take it easy on yourself. As I thought about the boat and Val and the champagne, I began to feel bad. He drank it, but you supplied it. You're an enabler, Delilah. You always were. When I walked into the living room, I saw Gavin and Noah seated at the table. Two other plates set out for me and Val. Where was Val? There she is. We'll let you sleep in. Hungry? Uh, yeah. You said Val isn't here? He went outside. I think he's still upset about my rules. But we have to have rules and we have to follow them. Right, Noah? Noah nodded, then picked up his fork. Ah, ah, boy! Not until Delilah is seated. We wait for our guests. Well, I should check on Val. You may, but don't be long. Our food is getting cold. You don't have to wait for us. But we will. Put the fork down, boy. <coughs> Hurry back. Oh, okay. When I walked outside, the wind hit me, sending shivers down my body. I immediately noticed Val by the cliff's edge. He turned to see me and made his slow approach. As he got closer, I noticed the bags under his eyes. Didn't sleep well? No. Did you? The bed wasn't comfortable, but it's fine for now. You still preparing breakfast? It's prepared. I'm not hungry. Don't make me eat with him alone. I'm really not in the mood for his bullshit. Val, you can't avoid him the whole time. I want to walk around the island. For what? To see it. He said it's dangerous. Inland, sure. So I'll stick to the coast. You're gonna leave me here alone with him? You can come with. I'm not up for exploring right now. Yeah, I figured. Just go then. Are you gonna be okay? I'll be fine. If you're worried about Gavin... I'm not. The guy seems harmless enough. Just... weird. And talking to him is... well... you know. He'll probably like just having breakfast with you, though. 
Delilah. Not funny. I'll be back in a little bit. Fine. I made my way back into the house to find Gavin and Noah still seated, waiting patiently. Well? He's, uh, going exploring. Exploring? Whatever for? That's Val. He finds solace in it. Did you remind him of the dangers? He knows. He plans on heading down to the coast. <laughs> Wish he'd ask first. Should he have? It's my property. Seems like the polite thing to do. Politeness seems to escape him from time to time. I don't think he means any harm. He's adventurous. So you've told me. When we arrived, even though we were in trouble, he couldn't help but explore the old ship in caves. Old ship, eh? You mean the tanker? Yeah. That's a dangerous place too. We don't go there, right, Noah? Noah nodded, but kept his eyes down on his plate, on his food. Lots of dangers. But if he wills it, then by all means... More food for us. Let's eat. I didn't end up going back the way we came. I wanted to see the rest of the island. So I walked past the barn and fence and headed down a trail that, after about 20 minutes, led me to some stone steps. The steps descended between two large rock walls, the trail getting narrower and narrower as I went. When I reached the bottom, I was hit with a light mist that rose over the rolling sandy hills. Instead of climbing over the dunes, I continued following the trail, which had changed from stone to gravel. There were a lot of birds hovering over the water. The wind had picked up, but it wasn't that cold. I admired the scenery, the rugged rock formations, some of which jutted out over the water, the small patches of grass and shrubs and flowers, the abundance of bird nests protruding from rock crevices. I don't think I could ever live in a place like this, but it was fascinating to see. I thought about the time Delilah and I had gone to Switzerland. Not only did we do the world famous bungee jump, but we also went rock climbing in the Western Alps. I'd give anything to go back. The gravel trail eventually ended, leading me to the rough sand. I turned the bend and could finally see the ocean. I climbed atop the flat rocks and watched the waves crash in the distance. I walked under a large rocky arch and into a smaller alcove where the water was calmer. Here, there was a dock shack, and even a boathouse. Wow. Gavin lugs all his supplies from here. That must take forever. The boathouse was unlocked. 
There was no boat inside. He was right about that. Cut off from the rest of the world. The back of the house was open to the vast ocean. The dock actually extended past the roof on the right side. Some birds had made nests in here. Bird crap splattered the dock floor. There wasn't much to this place. Some shelves of tools and other miscellaneous supplies, some empty barrels, a few water jugs and oil drum, rope, chains, a shark jaw over the door, bags of rice, one of which was chewed through probably by rats, some beer cans, crates, and a stack of clothes in the corner. I walked along the dock which jutted out into the water but didn't pass the rock walls on the right or left. As I stared at the water I couldn't help but feel the anger rise up, but it wasn't directed towards Delilah or Gavin. The anger was all mine. Why Val? You had to fucking drink and pass out on the boat? What are you going to tell Kenneth? What are you going to say to Ricky? All because Delilah said she wanted to have another kid? If anything, this will be the final nail in the marriage coffin. As I stood at the edge of the dock, I noticed a long slanted pole sticking out of the water, about 30 yards from the end of the rock wall. What was that? A large white bird landed on the top for a moment before quickly taking flight again. Hmm. Before I headed back, I decided to check out the small shack that sat nestled in the corner of the alcove, separate from the boathouse. The wood was splintered and several of the roof planks were broken or missing, but the door had a lock on it. The lock stood out to me. It was a simple key lock, but it was new. Shiny, even. Guess the stuff in here is more important than the boathouse. I spent a long time walking along the beach until it became rock again. This island was large, but I didn't see a path to the lighthouse. Did I miss it? Oh well. No more exploring. I should get back. It had been nearly two hours and Val had not returned. What was keeping him? Did he really decide to walk around the entire island? Val! I stood atop the ridge on the right side of the barn, overlooking a series of stone steps. Oh, damn it. 
This island can be quite dangerous. Hope he's able to keep his footing. One wrong step. He went down that way. I think I'm going to go look for him. What if he returns? Then he returns. I don't want to worry. Val took a liking to the island, so I'm sure he's just exploring, but... Then you have no reason to be concerned. In fact, I was wondering if you could tend to Noah while I wrangle up the cattle. They've been out too long. But they were out all night. And that is too long. I'd really like to go looking for Val. Please. Noah likes your company. I see it. He smiles around you. Could he join me? Searching the island? Yes. I'm afraid that'd be quite impossible. It's dangerous for a grown adult, let alone a child. I won't allow him to venture without my guidance. He never explores the island? Not on his own. I'll be with him. Sorry, Nadia, that won't work. Uh, sorry? Yes? My name is Delilah. Yes, I'm, I'm aware. Delilah's a pretty name. The prettiest I've heard in a long time. Oh, I think you accidentally called me Nadia. No, I don't believe I did. He abruptly turned and walked towards the house. That was weird. He definitely called me by his wife's name, but had no desire to acknowledge it or even continue the conversation. I shrugged it off. Oh well. Time to look for Val. But as I descended down the sloping hill, I saw Val coming up the stone steps. Val! Sorry I took so long. I was worried. It's a large island, although you can't get to the north side from down there. And what was down there? Boathouse and dock. Looks like it hasn't been used in some time. No boat? He wasn't lying about that. Well, don't leave me alone with him again. What have you been up to? Ate breakfast, played with Noah and his trucks a bit, then washed up. The shower work? Mm, no pressure. And it's cold. Really cold. That's fine. We were about ten yards from the house when the front door opened and Gavin came out with arms wide. Ah, he has returned. We were worried about you. Is that so? Aye, very dangerous out there. I stuck close to the shore. I see. Saw your boathouse. <laughs> Looking for a boat. Just exploring. I didn't know we were in the presence of the Great Cabot. Storm and all. Although we know where you wound up. On your island? Exactly. My island. <sighs> I'd expect you to ask permission next time you wish to explore. <laughs> but the time has passed, a grudge I will not hold. I didn't think it would be that big of a deal. And yet, if someone were to explore your house without first asking, you too would be uncomfortable. I guess you're right. My apologies. No need for apologies, Delilah and I were worried as all. Well. I didn't realize I was gone for that long. Now that you've returned, I bet Delilah would watch over Noah. Yes, I can do that. Val, would you care to help me herd the cattle? I was wondering if maybe I could shower. Toilet's free, so I don't see why not. Okay. But, maybe after we round up the animals first, eh? Once again, Val and Gavin had a staring contest. This time Gavin won, with Val ultimately hanging his head and agreeing to help. Sure. It would be my pleasure.
Okay, I'm ready. Vroom. One, two, three, go! <laughs> oh no, you won! <laughs> How do you keep winning? Are we racing again? He nodded and held up the two sports cars. He handed the blue one to me. Okay. Although, I think the red one's faster. You ready? Vroom! Vroom! We moved to the edge of the rug and placed the cars onto the concrete floor. Let's start here, okay? Ready? One, two, three, go! <laughs> hey, you cheated! <laughs> Look how far yours went. Noah smiled, then ran after the cars, which had stopped in the kitchen. I decided to make another attempt at conversing. Hey, Noah. How come you don't want to talk to me? He stopped at the edge of the rug and looked down at his feet. I know you don't know me well, but me and Val just got trapped here. We're glad you and your dad were here to help us. You have a cool house. Do you like living out here, Noah? You got some really cool toys. I'm glad we came here. I haven't seen toys like this in a long time. He still stared at his feet. He shuffled them nervously. You don't have to talk, Noah. You don't have to talk if you don't want. Okay? We can just keep playing. He looked up and his mouth twitched into a smile. Wanna race again? He nodded and made his way over, kneeling on the rug beside me. Okay, one, two, three, go! Vroom! Oh, you just keep beating me. Your car is too fast. <laughs> he smiled again as he ran for the cars. He handed me the blue one again. Apparently, this one was always mine. He then spun the wheels of the red one in his hand. Is that your favorite, Noah? He shook his head as he put the car down. He pointed to the hall. What is it? He then ran off out of sight. Are you getting more? We were playing by the fireplace on the soft rug. There were several cars and even a few plastic dinosaur figures lying around. Noah? As I waited, I thought about Val and what fun he must be having rounding up the cows. I know we weren't here long, but I was ready to leave. I couldn't wait for the boat to arrive. I'm sure Val felt the same way. Noah! Just then he returned. In his hand was a police car. He held it up and I tried to fight back tears. His smile quickly faded as he saw how tense I was, but I couldn't help it. Even the way he held the car up to his chest was similar to Hunter. <clears throat> Oh, wow, that's a, uh, that's a cool police car there. But I couldn't fake it. The only thing I could do right now is breathe slowly and try not to break down crying.
I have to admit it was nice having some help with the animals today. Rounding them up can be quite the chore, right Noah? Noah nodded quietly. I noticed during meals Noah was always concentrating on his food. He hardly ever looked up from his plate unless addressed or finished. I'm glad he could help. Dee smiled at me when she said that. Not only did I help Gavin with the cows, but after my shower, I helped him move some bricks and chicken coops. I ended up working all afternoon while Dee spent time with Noah. I won't lie to you when I say sometimes you looked a fool. A fool? You aren't used to herding and there's nothing wrong with that. You should get a dog then. The animals here are only here because they serve a purpose. We don't need a pet. You don't like pets? They don't serve a purpose. Barking, lazing, carrying all sorts of lice and the like. But pets can be good. We thought about getting a dog. But we wanted to travel more. Sure, but it was for our son. Your son? D. Sorry. Yes. I've heard about your son. Shame indeed. Wait, what? what? What do you mean? You heard about our son? I looked over to D, who gave me her I'm sorry face. When? We had a talk after your little chat. The one that sent you running up into the woods. Is that right? Maybe we don't need to talk about this. I don't want to. So a subject. I know. And definitely not one to be discussed over supper. I agree. We could talk about something else. Maybe Val here would like to learn more about the island since he's in such a mood to explore it without permission. (laughs) Really? Did I misspeak? I just thought maybe my helping with the cattle would... With what? Give you a free pass. Gavin, you did say earlier... Can I ask a question? Please. How come you haven't asked more about our predicament? Why you're here? Yes, our predicament. A shipwreck doesn't interest you? I don't like to pray. No? But you know about our son. I didn't pray. Delilah here wanted to chat. So we did. Isn't that right, Delilah? Once again, Dee was giving me her I'm sorry face. Then she tensed up. We had quite a lovely chat. And just like that, I lost my appetite. Why? Why the hell would you tell him that? I don't know. I'm sorry, but you ran off. So you fucking confide in a total stranger, a fucking nutcase? Please, lower your voice. He could hear us. How much did you tell him? I just told him why we were doing this. Doing what? Why we were on this trip. So he did ask about the trip? No, not really. So you just offered up that information? I... I needed someone to talk to, Val. And he's the person you choose? Look where we are. Not a lot of options. But the guy is fucking annoying. Stop. Please, I don't want to be thrown out. Val, I'm sorry, okay? He was wrong. I know that. I regret it. But you won't talk to me no matter how hard I try. And it just... hurts. We stood there, silent, for what felt like ten minutes, but was probably only thirty seconds. See? It's time for bed. Blankets on the couch. Listen, Gavin, we're talking. Maybe we can- No, the rules in this house won't be broken, no matter what. (laughs) Jesus. I couldn't help but laugh, due to frustration. 
I had so many things I wanted to say, but held back. Well, good night, D. Good night, Delilah. I followed Gavin down the hallway into the living room. The fire was still going, but it would be out soon. I saw the blanket hanging off the arm of the couch. Gavin motioned to it. There you go. Thanks. You really shouldn't yell at her. Not like that. What? You shouldn't yell at her. Hey, uh, I have an idea. Maybe you should stay out of our business, okay? I understand this is your house, and I understand this is your island, but that's my wife. My relationship. Gavin stood there under the soft glow of the fire. He smirked. I despise people who can't control themselves. Oh, I can't? Apparently not. And you can? If I couldn't, I don't think I'd have a family. I wasn't sure what he meant by that. We stood in awkward silence until he smirked again and abruptly turned and walked out of the room. I definitely couldn't wait to leave this place. Stone House. Written and edited by Robert M. Lamb. Starring Corey Pettit as Delilah. Robert M. Lamb as Val. Jack Austin as Gavin. Co-starring Amy LeRae. Music provided by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. If you enjoy this podcast, don't forget to rate and review. Visit sevenlamb.com for more podcasts such as this. This has been a Seven Lamb production.